Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 30th. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling, episode 107. Guys, can I just say something? I love podcasting. I love podcasting. I love podding is what we call it. It just makes me feel good. I get to embrace my voice. But most importantly, I get to help a lot of people in one take. And that's so amazing because sometimes I can feel like I'm not doing enough and I'm not having as much impact and my reach just isn't where it needs to be. But then I say, hey, we're in the Philippines, we're in Peru, we're in the United States, of course, and we're just having global impact. And it just made me happy. So I wanted to just share that with you. I want to get into this topic right now. Oftentimes I'm asked the question, what am I thankful for? What I'm what am I most grateful for? And things like that. And so I wanted I wanted to share this in terms of in terms of friendship. So usually when I'm asked that question, like, oh, what are you thankful for? I often go to sobriety. And of course I'm thankful for my marriage and my wife. I mean it's it's an amazing trust me, I, I that will be a whole different segment and I wouldn't want to do that without her here. So I'm gonna skip past that for right now. But what I want to say in this thing is that I usually talk about my sobriety because I'm almost at 13 years and that's so important to me. And it's been a big, big part of my life and just my success and who I am. But I'm realizing more and more that I'm very, very grateful for friendships. I think that these friendships and, and where that will cross paths and it, it makes sense to talk about when we talk about grief and loss is that when you're dealing with life, and the, the depths of that, you need solid people around you, solid people. And I think I really take it for granted how many solid friends that I actually have. Like, I mean, I don't think that the length of time will definitely say, hey, if you known someone since whatever you were five then that means that you have a great relationship. I don't think that because there's a lot of people that I knew known since I was a child that I'm not friends with, or maybe we don't have the closest relationship. But I've been really, really blessed with some amazing human beings in my circle. And so again, I said, I have an amazing spouse. I have a great family. I have a lot of things in that way that I'm fortunate for, but I'm just sitting in this about friends because First of all, Drake made a song, No New Friends. And I feel like I, I was immediately actually against that because I think that you can make new friends. But I do understand what the concept of that, though, is my circle is tight. I have some people who I can go to. And this is why I'm talking about this, because if you don't have this, I want you to understand how much harder life can be and why it might not be as accessible if you will to get through certain situations and I'm not saying that you're a deadbeat because you don't have friends but what I'm saying is that the power of it I think is overlooked and so when you have friends that you can literally go to and just completely just get as as naked and and just raw with them with where you are in your life that is priceless 
to just really say that. And that's why I said I touched on having a great spouse, but there are some things, let's just be honest, that you don't share with your spouse. People might say, oh, I tell that person everything. I tell them everything, but I don't think that's true. And I'm a very honest and open person, but there are some things that I need to have a conversation with my friends about that I don't I don't think that that's a conversation for for my marriage. And it's just this just what it is. I, I'm serious. I think that and I advocate for that as well. I think that we all need people that we can just completely download with. And so I think my spouse is definitely my best friend. And, and again, people have their opinions about that. But so I tell her a lot of stuff. But like with my friends, it's also kind of different because you got to think about it unless they were like your high school sweetheart or what have you, or you just was together for a really, really long time. Your spouse doesn't know you in all of these different phases. They, their part of your life becomes a certain phase of your life, not a phase because I guess that has a, a connotation, excuse me, that implies that it can end, but they met you at this point where my friendships I've known people, my like longest friend next to my siblings is, shout out to you, Lloyd. I can say his name. He, we've been friends since we can know what a friend was. So our, our backyard shared a fence at my grandmother's house growing up. So I, I might say maybe like four-ish age or whenever is he's Jamaican. So when he came to United States, I think he said it was 1989. So at that point I was four. So we've been friends since then. I'm 35 and he's 36. So we've been able to maintain that where you literally saw a person at almost every phase of their life. Now, granted, there's there are seasons where you're a lot closer and then there might be some distance. But the love and, and the hey, I'm gonna pick up the phone. I'm gonna call a bro and just tell him all of this stuff and vice versa for him and, me, and I. It's beautiful. It's so powerful to have that. And also to have friendships of the opposite sex. I think that's also something that I, I don't take, for, I may take for granted sometimes that people don't have, but I have male friends that I can, same thing, be exactly who I am and and go to them about so many different things and just be able to bounce that that different energies off of one another and be able to provide that space for them as well. So it's definitely a two-way street, but I've been leaning more into that and just how it's super powerful Two of my friends and I, as I kind of discussed last week, were sitting and having some dialogue and I and I, and I, I woke up with a, a friendship hangover. <laughs> I was just drunk and, and consumed, intoxicated in the beauty and the power of sisterhood. It was beautiful. And this is friendships, again, decades, decades in. And I want to have them come on the show for sure. And I think it will lend greatly to this conversation. But I was thinking, how can have I been able to get through so many of these dark times, so many of the times where grief and trauma and the pain just really was suffocating me and I felt like I was going to drown? Even This is the beauty, too, is even if I don't always utilize them, I know that they're there. It's something to be said for knowing that there is people, there are people that you can just go to. You don't have to handle this and carry this by yourself. And a lot of us A-type personalities and these just go-getter people and resilient people, sometimes we have a hard time leaning into that. And I've touched on that in the last couple of weeks as well. But just sometimes the mere fact of knowing that they, they are there has been the major difference 
in persevering or sinking. And so I hope that you have those friendships in your life. And and I really do. But I do know and I would be ignorant to think that there aren't people who are isolated in their journey and they haven't been as fortunate for whatever reason, whether it's you haven't allowed yourself to be open to it. Maybe you were done wrong. And so then your trust is low. And and honestly, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that there are people out there that don't get to benefit and, and reap the real true essence of having that type of love. My friends are dope. So if you are one of my friends in my inner circle, my closest people, and I am not going to try to call you guys by name because the friends that I have will chew me apart if I miss somebody's name. So I'm not even going to do that. But you guys know that you have been holding me down for so long through so many different parts of my life. And I cannot thank you enough. I truly cannot thank you enough. A lot of my friends, this is those bonds where when my grandmother passed away, that hurt them too. That impacted them too. She she gave off the type of love that a community would feel. So everybody's going to be like, oh, no, not Miss Margaret. Oh, no, not not Graham. Last week I was telling my friend, I said, oh, yeah, it's my grandma's birthday. He's like, oh, no, Graham. People feel that. And just knowing that they were there, when I talked about that on an episode where we were like, hey, listen, if I look back and I'm at a funeral and I look back and I don't see you there, I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know. But these folks, they were there. They were absolutely there. And that's and that's not easy to show up for people in those times, but they were. They don't always have the right words to say. They've told me this, but I've told them, listen, when it comes to me, don't be afraid to reach out and say, hey, are you feeling sad today about the person in your life that died? Because I'm not going to really be offended by that. But they've struggled in that way sometimes, too, because when you see people that you love going through such heartbreak and, and there's nothing that you feel that you can do, that's tough. So I want them to know that I love you guys and no one, in my opinion, in my eyes have fell short. If there is a sort of measurement, I don't like to do that because I think and this is even when you talk about marriages, I don't believe in 50 50. I truly don't. And some people might disagree with that, but I think it's you give what you can give in that season. And some seasons I might give 80. I might have to give 80 because you only have 20. And that's what's worked for us because if you say, oh, this has to be even, this has to be even, this has to be even, then we would have to say that our lives go on the same plane. It just churns to the same beat and it goes like that and it's not. Some of us are going to be emotionally deficient in some seasons and others are going to be full of life and able to, to offer so much more. So when someone says, what can I do on my healing journey? What can I do on my grief journey to to make this a better process for me, I would say you need to find some people that you can lean on and that you can really trust and, and get raw with. And sometimes it's people who have gone through similar things as you, or maybe it's a sibling that you can find that relationship and that friendship, but companionship has never steered me wrong in these journey, this journey of, of grief and loss. I'm like, talking to you all and I'm really feeling amazed because all of the the names are are going through my head and I'm like man I love those people I really mean it when I say I don't know where I would be without their presence in my life and I used to think that I'm just this 
strong friend and and I'm and I'm always trying to be there for people and I'm realized too though I have a lot of strong friends in my life that have been amazing and so if you can find that it just it's a game changer that brotherhood I don't, I'm not I'm not brother I brother obviously but I'm saying that if you can find that brotherhood that sisterhood and you can just rock with it and of course you have extensions so I do try to be mindful of the terms acquaintances and friendships and friends or people I know. Like my wife will be like, oh, you have a lot of friends. I'm like, I know a lot of people and a lot of people know me. And I do have a solid crew, but all of these people that I know are not my friends. And that's just a real fact. And I've just been fortunate to have those dope people. And and I want to try to save some of the some of the conversation because I intend to have them on a few of them and try to really just sit in it and just show you because sometimes we don't see that what that really looks like the beauty of the friendship I'm talking friendships that people will call you out like you're wrong you're not right in this scenario not just oh that's my friend I'm gonna ride with you I don't care if you're right or wrong you're gonna always be right no you're wrong or Hey, I can peep your energy. You don't you don't really seem like yourself. You're kind of off today. What's going on? In in one of my friendships, we have a text and it's three of us. Well, including myself, it makes three. And sometimes you might sidebar and be like, hey, does so-and-so seem like, okay, cool. Now nah, they kind of seem a little off to you too. All right, cool. We're going to check in. We always check in. We would sit down and be like, hey, we're all we're all married. It's like you anybody feel like getting divorced anything going on like you guys say that we don't just have to assume that everybody is flying and everything is doing going well so if you don't have those types of friendships i'm going to pray that 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 happens in your life but also i guess we can look at ourselves and say what type of friend am i am i am i offering that to someone because there's such reward in that too it's such gratification in knowing that if somebody called you that you would be there for them, that you actually are not a selfish person and that you would really step up to the plate and do what you have to do to be there is beautiful in that way, too. I think you receive what you give and you've never gone wrong with with giving, giving of yourself. It comes back to you, even if you don't feel like it and you feel like people don't appreciate you trust that the universe, the world, God, you reap what you sow. It's it's fact is going to be there for you. So. That's a tip for you this week is friendships. They're powerful. They're game changers on this grief journey. And I can hope that only hope that you can get that in some way or another. And your friendships could be with your your children, your people around you. But I'm just saying that I've been fortunate to have these people. They've been solid rocking with me for years, decades, and I love it. And and if I'm when I'm good, as long as I'm good, they're always going to be good. And you guys remind me that if I ever hit the lottery that I said that I want you to go to my episode 107 and pull it out and say, let me get a piece of that money because you said that (laughs) I could get it. But listen, guys, it's another good one. I love sitting with you, chatting with you. It's super important. Like I started the episode. I love podcasting, but I wouldn't love it as much if I didn't have you guys out there tuning in each and every week. So I truly do appreciate that. 
Make sure that you leave me a review. Let me know how you're liking the episodes, what I could or couldn't be doing better. I love to hear from you. You definitely know that you can DM me. I hang out the most on Instagram. And like I always tell you, if you don't know that, what are you doing? I'm easily accessible there. Don't be afraid to say hello. Don't be a stranger. I appreciate it. Drop me a message, a note at any time. I'm going to do my very best to get back with you. You guys know where I hang out the most, like I said, on Instagram. So make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, till next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace.